The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. You asked for it. Here it is. It's a podcast from Apathetic Enthusiasm. In this episode, we are recapping everything from Grammy night. You name it. Not a single moment will go unmentioned. Plus, we'll talk about other stuff. This is Apathetic Enthusiasm. Because as everybody knows, Brandon loves award shows. I do. So he, was, he was glued to the TV. I was. Could not stop watching. I was hot glued the to the TV. biggest night in music. That's right. It's the Grammy Awards. Hot and we'll glue mention gun it. to the We'll TV. mention it slightly uh, later. Hey, everybody. I'm Travis. Hey, everybody. I'm Brandon. And as you know, this is Apathetic Enthusiasm. The show where we take what you are interested in and put it to the side so we can talk about what we're Ignore that completely. <laughs> to discuss whatever mild fixations we have in the last 7 to 14 at, days. At that at that time, yeah. Uh, there's a few ways you can get a hold of us. Of course, you know, over on Twitter, the Twitter, the only Twitter. There's no other website. At Apathusiast. It goes uh, by no other names. <laughs> uh, Travis isn't on Twitter anymore. Uh, but he was at, still have an account. at Juggalmino. I actually, I, I will have you know that I used Twitter. Like, I opened the X app for the first time in I don't know how long, last night. And you felt Because good. of the Grammy Awards. <laughs> all right, all right, we'll get back into that. I'm at Barnyard Cruise, facebook.com slash apatheticenthusiasmshow. Email apatheticenthusiasmshow at gmail.com. Send us your emails. Let us know what you think of the day. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be pertinent. Nothing we do is Instagram, apathetic underscore enthusiasm website where you can find outdated information. Hyperlinks. <laughs> Apatheticenthusiasm.com. You can find us over at YouTube, youtube.com slash apatheticenthusiasm. And you can buy our love by heading to Patreon, patreon.com slash apatheticenthusiasm. Are you starting a podcast? Well, don't use any codes over at Blueberry because we no longer use them. Ah, yeah. Travis. Yeah, now don't that do that. Way, now that that's out of the way, I want to ask you something. I want to I want to segue into the formal part of the show. Mm, yeah. um, mm. The formal part. 
That's our segue music for this. How are you doing today? Uh, I'm ha- I'm having a pretty good day actually. It's I mean, it's a Monday. We record our episodes on Mondays. Yeah. So as as my good friend Garfield always says, I hate Mondays. But I also love Mondays because even though the weekend's over, you got to go to work, you got to deal with other people's problems. At the end of the day, you get to sit down, crack open a cold one, and and talk about the week with Brandon. And so, so yeah, it's it's a good day. It's a good day. I don't know how how are you doing? I I'm not very convinced of. I hate Mondays, but you know Mondays are great too. They're great too. Um, They're great. Things are. I, I hate Mondays. I don't hate Monday nights. No, that's true. That's true. Mon yeah. Mon nights. Why do they call them nights? Why do they call them? They're maniacal. Why do they call them days? Right, because there are evenings, like mon evenings, <laughs> to to me evenings. <laughs> Hey, good good evening, <laughs> sir. Right? I think it's, I think that's just a natural evolution of of how we should <laughs> talk I'm about sorry, the time. Exactly what time where was the did the break in occur? It was uh the mid evening of Monday. <laughs> sir, you you're going to have to be more more clear that I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Lousy smart weather. <laughs> Um. Uh, anyway, how how was your day? <laughs> uh, well, as, as you know, Travis, I'm no I'm no Garfield, but <laughs> Mondays, right? No, you're like a regular Odie over here. <laughs> I I just keep getting kicked off that table and get right back up again. Ain't never gonna bring me down. Um, I, I had a, you had a decent day. The day started good, and then it went it went downhill slightly. And then it came back up because here's 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 what happened. I'm gonna tell you a story. It's not a story about me, especially not if any of my bosses are listening, which they're not. And if they were, hey, uh, hey Hassan, hey Jess, um, go to Patreon.com/slash <laughs> Apathetic Enthusiasm and give us your money. Give us bosses. your money. Uh, here, here's here's what here's what happened. I go into work. It's a it's a fine. It's a Monday, right? So there's lots of meetings. But yeah, I used Garfield to have hates them. I used to have a Monday and Wednesday meeting, but recently my boss is like, "Hey, let, let's let's just have a Wednesday meeting." Uh, and he's a new boss. So he talks to some people in like w- one meeting a week. Oh, that's that's great. So I'm like, I go into Monday where I'm usually like I have anxiety about it. I'm like, "Oh, what are they going to bring up this time?" Whew, I don't have it. Great. So I go into work, check some emails. I'm getting some tasks knocked out. Things are going great. Things are going great for me. Okay. Well, here's a here's a recurring meeting that I've had for the last couple of weeks. Okay, I'm going into this. In in this meeting, we've talked about uh, something that has, has come up. Something that's <laughs> you're you're making movements. I'm not. I'm trying to parse through what movements you're making as I'm telling so, so, so the story. <laughs> I'm listening. You have Monday meetings. You're going to the meeting. You want to hear what's coming up? Okay. It's the Corporate America podcast called Apathetic. No, no, no. I'm, I'm going to tell, tell you. I'm going to tell you why my my day went up and down and up again. All right, so it went down because guess what? There was a, a, a meeting that was occurring. I'm like, oh, there's there's nothing to report here. No one's going to want to do this stupid meeting anymore. Woohoo! Like I'm going, yeah, this is going to be great. And I get in the meeting, and then some like high level guy is like, 
uh, you know what? I think we need to keep having this meeting every day. Um, I'm like, well, I don't know if we do because there's no updates uh, until we get word from this other people that they're not going to talk to us. And he's like, eh, maybe, okay, let's have it once a week, but send me emails every day. <laughs> send emails every day. Just letting everybody know that uh, you know, you're know you still on top of it. It's still on your radar. I'm like, I don't need you. <laughs> you don't need an email from me to know that I'm on target. I'll tell you that I'm on target when I get an update. Anyway. so Stay on target. All right. So that was that was the down. I was I was I was mad about that. I was mad about that, Travis and, and listeners. I was like, come on, come on, why are you making me do this? Why are you making me do this? This is stupid, it's absurd, it's inane. Oh my god. Okay, so here's what I did. Here's what I did, fair, fair listener. I went, I'm like, you're gonna make me send an email out every day? Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna spend a lot of time being a smart ass. So I went did you set up an automation. <laughs> yes, I did. I went to Power Automate using Microsoft Teams and I made I made a trigger where it, it shoots me an email on a recurring basis every day at nine o'clock. That email says, hey, did you get an update? Yes or no. That email, I press the button to say yes or no. If it says no, I didn't have an update. I have a pre-made email all drafted out and it sends it out to everybody right away. And I made it dynamic, so there's a variable, so it changes the date in the subject title. <laughs> and then once I do get an update, I have a separate email that I'll go out. It'll be like, hey, congratulations. Wits updated. Ugh. <laughs> and then and then what I did was I, I took that. I was so happy about it. And then I made, I took, so there's a, an app on Microsoft Teams, uh, uh, 365, called uh, Stream, which is you can record your screen and do voice narration, and then you can put background music to it as well. So I demonstrated this capability to all of my team with background music, uh, just to just to prove a point about how much time they made me waste writing emails every day. Anyway, so so my day bumped up after that. I'd say that's a spike overall, a total win, and a good use of your employers. <laughs> You know, salary or whatever. Yeah. No, I know. Yeah. Like, you gotta. It's good. You gotta do what you gotta do. Uh, speaking of 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 spending quality time at work, I did I did walk into an office and in a, in a reoccurring segment uh, that we like to call Travis uh, references a coworker without actually naming them <laughs> on the podcast. Travis, uh, Travis, <laughs> Travis, mention, mention, mention. Uh, said. Said coworker was in the office with like three other coworkers talking about my podcast. And I walk into hearing my own voice in the room because he's playing a clip from Apathetic Enthusiasm oh. in the office. And it's, 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 listen, I've been podcasting a long time. I, I know there are at least some people that listen to our podcast. Yeah. And I'm totally fine with that. I'm fine in with fact, that. I encourage it, but they don't have to listen to it in front of me. Yeah, makes, that's makes you that's uncomfortable. Not necessary, right? It makes you uncomfortable. People have done that to me. Like, hey, I found your show. Hey guys, this is Brandon. I'm saying something stupid again. I'm like, I don't. You don't need to do this. I'll say something not, stupid not to you live if you want me. And to then say it's like sharing with the other person. Oh no, here's the pot. You have Spotify. Hey, 
Are you on Spotify? Yes, I'm on Spotify. Okay, yeah, go to Spotify. It's interdimensional IRS, <laughs> I think. I don't know. Um, yeah, and that's and that's yeah. that's how that goes. I really appreciate it. It's fantastic. This has been Travis. Uh, loosely references uh, the same coworker every week because he's one of the only people we know that listens to this podcast on a regular basis. That, that's a, that's a great transition a into my weekly segment. Brandon's also coworker, now former coworker, who actually does listen to the show and called me out when I called him out <laughs> about this about the CIO position. That was great. That was fantastic. That uh, he yeah. actually sent you a message. <laughs> yeah. So so shout out to my former coworker uh who who does who does listen um thanks and uh, also by the way i want to i want to make this known he also sent that job advertisement out to my former boss uh another another friend of mine and another friend of mine probably like six or seven friends of mine that he knows so i don't feel special anymore mike i don't feel special and if you if you hear this fuck you <laughs> just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. Um, no, in, no, we love you, Mike. We, we love you, Mike. Um, hope that job is great. I don't know, Mike. All right, let's get into some actual topics. Um, I do want to recap the Grammy Awards real quick because I watched them last night, and there was there was a period of time Sunday night where I was like, ah, oh, I know there's a podcast that needs to be recorded tomorrow. I don't know what we're actually going to talk about because I spend all of my uh, time thinking about Lorcana cards, and I don't want to bring those up on another podcast. Nope. So I'm going to take notes during the Grammy Awards so I have something to talk about. Uh, that lasted for a very short amount of time. But a few things that stood out to me. All right. First off, first off, <laughs> first uh, <up>. Trevor Noah. <laughs> Trevor Noah is outstanding. As a host, I mean, yeah, he he's he's done with, uh, the Daily Show. He's 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 moving on to other things, but especially after the Emmys and sort of the the backlash from the writing and the presentation uh, from was it Joe Coy? Uh, oh yeah, uh -huh. who, yeah. Um, I, I'm I'm sure there was a spotlight on Trevor Noah as the next big award show host to kind of like bring bring the energy and, and and do a little bit better and he killed his, his jokes are fantastic I, I thought he did a great job um are you familiar with tracy chapman i'm gonna drive a new car <laughs> something like that do not do not i do, do. i'm not making fun of it i'm just that's okay, the song she's phenomenal she's phenomenal that's the song no, um, no, yeah i don't disagree i'm sure we've talked about this in eight years of podcasting but uh my wife sheena's favorite song in her early 20s was Fast Car by Tracy Chapman. Fast Car. <laughs> I got a ticket to anywhere. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, we we both worked at a Starbucks that this is like pre-Spotify, pre-streaming music services. And Starbucks used to have a CD player where it would it would play the music inside of their restaurants. And it wasn't like a regular music CD. It would be like an MP3 CD. And one of them had Fast Car by Tracy Chapman. And Sheena would just blast that song. Luke Combs in the last year has, has repopularized the song. But a moment from the Grammys that was outstanding is he came out to perform. Tracy Chapman actually started the song and they performed it together. It's, just, it's such a good song. 
it is it is really it is a great song brandon i i love it i you know here's what i like here's what i like about that song it talks about cars talks about how fast they are ah and the vocals let me let me tell you you don't like it. That's fine. No, uh, Billy I Joel. Di- I don't dislike Billy it. Billy Joel performed. He closed out the show. He has a new song. He has a new song. First time in like three decades. He's released a new single. I think it was like 15 years. I don't think it was three decades. Three decades. No, it wasn't three decades. No way. We're no way. Google. We're going to Google. Oh, well, I guess it is 2024. When Maybe way. the Maybe. last time. Maybe. I'm still living in the 90s, <laughs> Travis. <laughs> <laughs> in the middle of the night, I've been walking in my sleep. Uh, let's see. Because I thought I heard it on Sirius XM. But Turn the lights back on. Yeah, I, I heard that. Uh, I heard that. First original song since 2007. Ooh, so I'm wrong. But still, it hasn't been three decades. Nope. No, we're both wrong. And that's fine. That's fine. That's You're more fine. wrong. He closed out the show. If, if it's Taylor if it's Swift without going album. over, <laughs> all, all, all the he he rushed the song. Like I felt like, and they were like doing it over the. Um, he didn't play the new song. Uh, I don't even remember what song he played. In the middle of the night, I've been walking. I'm walking in my sleep. Yeah. Uh, Taylor Swift won album of the year. She broke a record. Oh yeah. Uh, she's the only artist to win. Uh, that that. Grammy four times. Uh, she was previously tied with like Frank Sinatra, Stevie Wonder, and I think somebody else uh, for that. And now she holds that record alone. Um, and she announced a new album uh, that got my whole household in a tizzy. Mm. Um, uh, and there's some other awesome saw, performances. Uh, here, uh, Billie Eilish got Song of the Year. Here's it was, a bit, it's here's good. A bit I, I have a bit of news that I know from the Grammys, Travis. Okay. Yo, I'm not I'm not a I'm not a a plebe. <laughs> That's the right word. I don't I'm not a I'm not a person who doesn't pay attention to award show news because I'm on X. You don't, you you pay attention to the news, you just don't watch the shows. <laughs> X. Here here's the news I heard. Killer Mike wins for best album, hip hop album or whatever, and then gets arrested after the show. Yeah, so I I guess he won like three yeah. Grammys and then was put in handcuffs and taken to jail. This all happened before the actual award show started because the Grammys shows a whole bunch or like they, they show the big awards, but they don't show all the awards. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I like the Grammys because it's a cool like concert where you can see performances by a lot of uh, big artists, but they don't they don't they don't feature like all the awards. Um, not like the Oscars, which is my transition point. Um, because as 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 avid listeners of the podcast will know, uh, I love when the best picture nominees come out Sorry. for the Oscars. Sorry, I'm I'm, uh, I'm 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 thinking of a joke, Travis, and I didn't want to interrupt you, but I I, I have to tell you before you get too far. But you okay. said you said avid listener, and I wanted to say avid and Costello, more like it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, all, that's all I wanted to say. That's all I wanted to say. Now get back into your Oscars talk. All right, 2024 Best Picture nominees. We're gonna roll through them very quickly. I just want to know from you, Brandon. Have you seen it? Have you not seen it? Two of first 20. up, Barbie. <laughs> yes, yes. We have both seen this movie. Oppenheimer. No, uh, I have seen it. The Holdovers. No, good movie. We're gonna talk about it. It's on Peacock. I've seen it. 
Uh, American Fiction. No. No, it's only in theaters. The Zone of Interest. No. No, only in theaters. Poor Things. No. Only in theaters. Past Lives. No. <laughs> you can rent it. Uh, Anatomy of a Fall. No. Okay. Well, you can rent that one too. Maestro. No. It's Bradley Cooper. Streaming on Netflix. I haven't seen either any of those either. <laughs> Killers of the Flower Moon. We have both seen. Yes. We talked about oh, it on the last episode. Oh, you didn't episode. give me the option. I wanted, to get, I wanted the option to say yes. 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 I, yes. The I, holdovers. I, um, I mean, I know it's February now and like the holidays are kind of over. But the holdovers uh, I watched on Peacock. Really terrific movie. Hi, highly encourage anybody to check it out. It's about a group of students who are in a, a private school in like the 70s, I think, early 70s. Okay. Uh, Vietnam War is happening. And there's only like three or four kids who are not being picked up by their families for Christmas. And uh, P- Paul Giamatti uh-huh. uh, plays like Santa the teacher that, that that nobody likes. And uh, and he is there to watch over the kids that are stuck there over the holidays. Um, as it's the film is just really well done. The cinematography cinematography is great, and the way that they capture like it really feels like a seventy like a movie from the nineteen seventies. Um, just like in like the visual style and 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 the period and everything like that. Uh, the way like things are shot, it just it it really kind of captures that 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 vibe of, of, of those films. So um, really enjoyed it. Thought it was good, good story. Um, yeah. And I'm going to try and watch all of those other one, two, three, four, five, six movies that I haven't seen yet before the Oscars, but I'll probably not see all of them because half of them are in theaters and hard to see. <laughs> the only one I want to see, the only movie I want to see ever. No, uh, I, the, the, the main one I need to see is, is Oppenheimer. Um, because yeah, you do. Because you I, do. I, I do, I do want to, I do want to see it. Um, and the, and the others, uh, you know, I'll watch eventually. Uh, but you know, I'm, I'm just, Maestro, I'm just so, I'll see because it's on Netflix. I'm just so damn but... busy, Travis. I haven't even so watched busy. Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One, which is on Paramount Plus. And you expect me to watch a Best Picture nominee? Yes, I do. Which all right? Which, which Mission right. Impossible: Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One? <laughs> it's has been nominated for an Oscar. So it's not it's not as if for for what? What category? What category? Do you do you know? Um editing maybe? Stunts? Adapted screenplay. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean based I, on the book Mission Impossible <laughs> by, you, I don't even know what <laughs> by Taylor Taylor Impossible. <laughs> <laughs> impossible. Um, so yeah, so I was watching the Grammys last night. Yeah. I'm curious, Brandon, what were you doing last night if you weren't watching the Grammy Awards? Well, Travis, um, you know, you we we're, were talking we talked at the start of this show about people listening to podcasts and being embarrassed about podcasts and about how like uh, I don't want to be known as a podcaster, I want to be known as a father and a husband, right? And, you know, those are the things that's we, exactly what we said. Those were like our words verbatim. <laughs> um, but uh, so I was at lunch last week with uh, a few 
a few of my my fellow employees from around the California region. Um, and we, I forget how it came up. Oh, they were one of one of the people they were talking about making sourdough bread. Like that's that's a hobby that they have, right? And it takes like two days of making takes two days to make sourdough bread. I'm like, holy crap. Uh, and then an, another another guy was saying like, oh yeah, I'm I'm I built a trellis and I'm <laughs> growing plants and doing all this type of stuff. And I'm like, geez, that's crazy, guys. Uh, I just I I only know how to build a muppet. And then they're like, you built a muppet? I'm like, yeah, no, I built I built a muppet. And then uh, <laughs> then I showed a picture of the muppet. And then they're like, "Why'd you build a Muppet?" And I'm like, oh, it's just because uh, like COVID was a weird time. COVID was weird. I built I built a Muppet uh, for my podcast with my podcast buddy. And like, oh, you have a podcast? I'm like, no shit, 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 shit. <laughs> like, and like, you buried you, the lead. You, you got it out of me. <laughs> tell, tell us, uh, we need to know about more about this podcast. And then so then I was like, I do two podcasts. Uh, the, the one pot, one we just talk about nothing, and the other we talk about uh, Rick and Morty. And the guy next to me who who built who built his trellis was like, "Oh, Rick and Morty!" Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what what's the name of it? I'm like, oh, man, I don't want to talk. I don't want to. I don't want to. <laughs> want to do this right now. And then it's a wubba lubba dub pod. <laughs> and then another coworker was like, "Oh, look, here's a picture of Brandon." And it was me in my Dolphins jersey. Like, shit. Okay. Anyway. Uh, so I brought it, so I brought up the Muppet and I looked at the picture of the Muppet and, uh, I was like, you know what? I kind of want to, I want to kind of, kind of want to do another Muppet. And, and last week it did some of that Dr. Strike stuff, the electronic Coliseum with, with Dean from, from Geek Aid. And I'm like, you know, I think it's time to make another Muppet. I'm, I'm in, I'm in the, I'm in the mode. So Friday. You're in that Muppet making mood. The Muppet making mood. So I went to Michael's, went to Hobby Lobby, got some got some materials, and then put it off until Sunday. That was Friday, and then like the entire time, I like my dining room table is like felt <laughs> boxes of like ping pong balls, a hot glue gun. Just I'm like, I really should make this muppet, but I didn't. I got distracted, and then then Sunday, I'm like, I woke up. All right, let's let's get after it. And so I built a, I built them up. I started with, I started with a torso because I'm like, I remember how to make a torso. Cool. Okay. Oh, the arms. That's right. Uh, I have, I have, I already have the foam stencil that I used to, to make the arm last time. Okay. So make the arm, sew it. So I did that in the morning. I listened to, uh, I watched Beverly Hills Cop 3 again. <laughs> you, you sew, you sewed the arm? Yeah. Like just, just hand stitched it? Uh-huh. Well, no, I mean like two, two pieces of felt. I used a stencil cut two pieces of felt and then sewed them together, flipped them inside out and then stuffed them with, with polyester. Uh, yeah. Yeah. As one does. As you, as you do. That's right. Um, and then, uh, and I was like, okay, now I need to work on the, the head. Right. And I'm like, I, I got green felt and I was like, as I'm doing the head, I'm like, okay, I, I, start, I made the mouth with uh, some, some foam core. It's like, oh, this is, this is cool. You know? <laughs> okay, that's good. Uh, some tape. I wanted to do a little bit differently than I did last time because my my hand gets really tired in in the uh, in the other one because uh, yeah. there's there's a lot more tension there. And uh, so I'm like, okay, so how do I do this? Okay, uh, hot glue or uh, I'll put a uh, filter on the mouth. Okay, okay, okay. Now there's now there's a bottom. I was like, okay, here's here's the shape of a head. Okay, 
I, I want to make a really important comment here. It's not like you have like a pattern. It's not like you've Googled a process. You're just cutting pieces of felt and foam, gluing them together, and just like winging it. Is this is this accurate? Yeah, that's accurate. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. It's not like it's not like you're following instructions. You're straight up just taking raw materials from various craft stores and Frankensteining <laughs> this Muppet together. Yes, yes. And, and you know, we made a Muppet before. So I, I have yeah. thoughts in my head about like how to do the basic stuff. Okay, I know how to do a torso generally. I know how to do the hands, right? I know how to sew. I'm like, but how do I, the, the head is what I say for last. I'm like, I don't know how to, I don't remember how to do the head. How did I do that before? And our, the Muppet I have, the head isn't that great uh, because it's like in the back is all kind of messed up. So I had like I put a no idea where on. the Muppet is that I made during COVID. <laughs> I have uh, no idea where that is. So I, so I started putting, so I started putting things together and like, so that I had the head, uh, I wrapped, I wrapped it with some felt. Uh, got the basic shape, and 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 my kid was there, and every once in a while I'll be like, How, does this look all right? He's like, yeah, that looks good. I'm like, okay, yeah, like that is all right. Yeah, okay, that's good. At some point in time, I because the the mouth opens up, it didn't open up too wide because the back of it hit hit the the lower jaw. So I was like, oh, I'm gonna cut a little U shape out of the bottom jaw so I can open that mouth wider, right? Well, on the reverse side of the head, where like I had cut that U shape out. Uh, my kid was like, "Hey, that might actually look cool too as a, as a as a face, <laughs> as a, as a as a Muppet face." Like, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you're right, huh? I think I could do something with that. Yeah, you know what? I can have two different sides of this this head be two different characters depending on the, the depending on the situation. He's like, "Yeah, that's a great idea." So I went ahead and did that, and uh, so I fin- finished it off. I have now two sides of the the Muppet head, and then uh, the the top of the jaw. This is the, like, I wanted to, like, I didn't know what I was doing. So I was like, I wanted to, like, make a crown. I wanted to make it kind of circular, uh, make it a complete thing. But then there was, like, this little crevice, this little, like, divot in in the head. And I was, and I grabbed much, these. Much like I have in the top of my head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly right. Uh, the Muppet is you. And then I, I grabbed two styrofoam balls and I was like, I put them in the little socket. And I was like, that actually looks, that actually, that looks actually pretty funny. Like, huh. And then uh, Chelsea was like, uh, she was looking at it from the other side. And she's like, oh, that actually works for the eyes on the other side of the Muppet. I'm like, huh, what the hell is going on here? That's so cool. um, and so then I added teeth. I did the mouth. And so he, so I, I finished my Muppet. So I'm going to, uh, you know, go ahead and, and premiere him right now. So here's this guy. <laughs> I need to I need to finish his eyes. Right. Uh so, you know, I just kind of half asked <laughs> half asked the ink yeah. on the pupils. Uh so I want to put in I want to put a nose or something on him. I need to give him some something else, right? To Yeah, know. no, he needs he needs a little bit more character to the yeah, face. Yeah, exactly. Uh scoot back a little bit more because oh. Yeah, there we go. Now we can right. see him. Ah, uh, yeah. Make sure if you're an audio listener, you go yeah. to youtube.com/apatheticenthusiasm so you there, can see this muscle. He's he's not he's not he's not done. But he does have more stuff that he's got to do, right? Like, I need to put some more stuff in his mouth, some character up here, maybe some down here, maybe like a soul patch. I don't know, you know. I don't, I don't, I don't know yet. I have some straps in there. But this is this is only one side, Travis. The, the mirror oh, has two faces. They more. say, all right. <laughs> uh, and so I save I save the second face because the the second face is is the better face. Uh, 
and I put I put teeth on them. <laughs> I put some felt in the back there so you can see the. the it's like, it's <laughs> That's, like oh. that. Honestly, that looks phenomenal. Like yeah. that. It, it's uh. it, what's hilarious to me is that that was your second. Like that was the one that was serendipitous. That's the one that just happened from experimentation and suggestion. <laughs> It looks great. It looks like he was designed that way. He's got like that protruding lower jaw. The teeth look fantastic. These sharp teeth. I don't. I. I think you did a great job, Brandon. Thanks. It looks real good. Thanks. It looks Thanks. real good. So that little that little socket, right? So I put some, I put some felt in there. I, I actually yeah. made I actually made like a little cone shape so that the the eyes would have something that they could they could sit on. Uh, so I can you, so I can hot glue them there. If you just took like a strip of black fur uh-huh. and ran it right along the top of the eyes you could do a unibrow for both sides I, of it as well. I tell you what Travis I did exactly that just to be like I cut a piece out I'm like oh yeah that could work like that we'll, we'll see we'll see um but yeah so what I want to do here right you see that there's this kind of ridge here I actually mm-hmm. I want to cover that up with something maybe or, or just make it a little bit smoother I haven't figured it out yet but there it is. Yeah. Wah, 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 wah. Fantastic. All in a night's work. I <laughs> I was telling <laughs> you uh we we were texting about your your Muppet goals and I saw a video online where a guy was breaking down cuz cuz some somebody was ranting about that there there's a difference between a, a Muppet and the Muppets. Okay. Yeah. yeah uh right. but this was like stitched together with that video where he he was actually explaining that there are three differences between Muppets, lowercase, Muppets, uppercase, and then the Muppets, which is a, a comedy troupe that we all know and love, right? Okay. So so a Muppet, a lowercase Muppet, that is just like a it's 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 like a a species. The 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 <laughs> thing that you just debuted on this this podcast is a lowercase Muppet. Okay. It is, right? Now, an uppercase Muppet, that is a character from Jim Henson that, like, is uh, one of the traditional Muppet characters. You got your Kermits. You got your Fozzies, oh, right? Oh, I see. But, the, but they are also members of the Muppets, right? So... <laughs> you're, you're, you're all choked up about it. Uh, so there's like a Venn diagram where you you would think if it is a lowercase Muppet, then it has to be an uppercase Muppet. And if it's from the Muppets, it has to be from all three. But it turns out that's not the case because from the Muppet show, there are a few and far between examples of like humans that were actually members of the Muppets on in, in special examples. You have examples like uh, characters, uh, Skeeter. Uh, what's what's Skeeter's sister in Muppet? Scooter. Babies? Scooter. Scooter is a an uppercase Muppet, but she is not a lowercase Muppet <laughs> because she's not a puppet, right? And she's not a member of the Muppets. And then you have like, uh, like I don't know, P- creatures from the dark crystal or something, which oh, which yeah. might be Muppets, but they're definitely not uppercase the Muppets. Muppets. 
and they're certainly not in the Muppets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It blew my mind. I was <laughs> I was like, this is this is exactly the type of content that the algorithm knew I needed to see. Travis, I, I think we talked about this uh, long long ago on our Muppets <laughs> building podcast. Can't be can't can't be possible. But what is the difference between a puppet and a Muppet? Um love <laughs> I, I like i don't know if there is a difference or, or or not like i i i am inclined to say there there is a visual style a, a a type of artistry involved with muppets that like like a puppet could be a lot of things a puppet could be a marionette a puppet could be um i think i think muppets i think uh, a a lowercase m muppet is is pretty closely tied to coming out of like a Jim Henson creature shop in some way. Did you did you just Google uh the the Wikipedia article? Here's what it says, Travis. No, I'll show you both of my hands. I have not been typing. Yeah, ne- neither have I. Well, uh, yeah, I already typed. Uh, there is no defined difference between a Muppet and a puppet other than the link to Jim Henson. Many of Henson's Muppets have large eyes, round noses, large mouths, go from one end of the face to the other. Muppets are often made out of foam with felt on top. So I, I, would, I, would, I would go to that first sentence, which is no defined difference between a Muppet and a puppet other than Link to Jim Henson. And I think, I think that's the key there for me, which is I say Muppet because the Muppets are important to me. <laughs> right. Jim Henson is an example of somebody that I wish I had the opportunity to have met, but he died when we were just kids. So, you know, like that's, that's a, that's a very sad thing. So, so Muppets to me, that, that's what, that's, that's what makes a Muppet a Muppet. That's what's a Muppet to me. I'm a Muppet of a man. (laughs) Very manly Muppet. (laughs) Um, all right. Speaking of things, uh, that we've been fascinated in for a long time, though we may just be revisiting them over the past weekend. Uh, I want to take a moment to talk about something. This this was a this was a a world shattering event for me <laughs> this weekend. Uh, this <laughs> Got it. So so I went I went out with. Uh, a good friend of mine who I've known for like 18 years, um, our, our friend Ryan, and he uh, invited me out to play disc golf. Uh, we used to play together, you know, a, a decade and a half ago. Uh, Brandon and I, when we get together, we try to throw a few discs around uh, at a local uh, disc golf course whenever we can. And uh, it was great. I was it was uh, it was a chilly morning. In, in Oklahoma mm. with uh, a lot of cloud cover. Oh, yeah. uh, it had rained a lot the night before, not quite California rain, right? But uh, it had rained. So uh, conditions were fair, but uh, we got out there. We, we played some disc golf and I have owned my disc golf discs, some of them for 15 plus years. And I keep my discs in my trunk because you never know when you're going to decide you want to play disc golf, uh, even though I haven't played in the state of Oklahoma in the last three years. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, you never know. But we go out, we play. It's a good time. The course that we're on, it's it's open early and then goes into some woods. You, you've you played this course with me. I know for a fact you have. Delisi Youth Park. 
it's got I, I think it's I think it's the park that that was the uh invention of the tree trimmers disc golf uh logo that I made like way back in in uh, graphic design school. I don't I anyway. Don't, I don't know if I played disc golf with you in Oklahoma. Dad, I, come on. I don't know if Stop. I don't know if I did. Are you? I I think are you? I I, I think come I, on. I think I'm. Are you for Are you for real right now? I no. I honestly I don't think I don't think we ever played in Oklahoma. That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> Uh, anyway, not, so we're not, playing not disc on my golf. not on my disc app anyway. Oh, uh, where I keep track of all my scores on U disc, <laughs> not a sponsor. <laughs> um, anyway, we're on like the like fifteenth hole. Uh, we're playing. Things are good. I throw a disc into a slightly wooded area, and about fifteen yards ahead of me is a, is a decently sized tree, and we've been hitting trees all day. Large, not trunk. a big deal. But I pull a disc out of my bag that I was, and I, as I pulled it, I was like, I haven't really thrown this one much today. Um, I should give this one a shot. I, I, I attempt to throw around the tree, but I pull back and just zing that disc dead center into the trunk of that tree. And as it makes contact, that disc shatters into infinite pieces there is no way to know exactly how many pieces of plastic <laughs> were littered across this disc golf course it, i i had never seen that and that is what ryan said also he's like i have never seen that happen that is i i i guess plastic does break down a little bit over time despite what they tell you about the landfills yeah um but, but, <laughs> maybe that disc had a lot of bpas in it it, it must have been. That had to have been it. Uh, anyway, yeah, so it shattered. I did pick up uh, many of the pieces and shove them back into my disc bag. Uh, but, yeah, anyway, it was it was great getting out, playing disc golf. I, I uh, part a few holes. And, uh, yeah, it was a good time. It made me feel like, wow, I should really play more and uh, try not to hit as many trees. Yeah, yeah, um, good, good, yeah. good idea. And and buy buy new discs if you're gonna go out there. I maybe you should. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, it's uh, they're definitely, I don't know, some of them they're classics. I I I had some really great shots. Like, uh, I mean, really like tight, like wooded, like fairways. Yeah, and this just flying right down that thing, snaking but around some trees. Are, like, are you a are stuff, you a- stuff I couldn't have planned. Are you a do. forehand or a backhand thrower? Uh, a backhand. Okay, yeah. so, so you're like, like that. Yeah. No, no, that would be forehand. Oh, okay, yeah. That that's backhand. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm regular footed. My so my elbow leads. I pull across my body and release in front. Okay. Yeah. I mean, uh, I switch up. You know, depending on which curve I need. Right. Sure. Sure. I mean, there's 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 an occasion for all things. Yeah, because because I'm right handed, the disc will tend to curve to the left. But if, if but if it but if it's a, a curve to the right, I'm going to throw uh, backhanded or forehanded so I can get the curve to go the other way and around. Can you can around. you get relatively the same amount of distance from either throw? Well, the, the good news is, Travis, I'm a small guy. And and everybody throws so much further than me, and I, I just can't. I just can't do. I I am not a distance thrower. I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. I've tried. Yeah. I've tried to work on I it. I feel like there's finesse to it that if I learned it, I maybe 
could figure it out because I, I I know it's not just brute force. It ha- it can't be because I've seen really you know small statured people yeah just zing those suckers. Yeah, I I mean I, I would never be in a competition uh because I I can't throw very far, but I saw I saw fun anyway. So but so, so for me so I can fun. get uh generally a good amount of distance on both on both throws. Um, so, um, it just depends on, on the lay of, of the, the particular hole that we're on. Um, but, uh, yeah, okay. That, that was, that was the question I had. When was the last that. time you got out and played disc golf? Um, I went with my dad and, uh, my brother maybe about a month or two ago. Uh, oh, a little course out, you. Little, little course out here. It was nice and fu- nice and fun. Nice and fun. Yeah. I, I have absolutely no excuses to not go out and play the course that I played <laughs> this last weekend more often. It's really not that far from where I live uh, or or places that I, I go to regularly. Um, so, yeah, I should go out and touch grass and break discs. Yeah. You should indeed, my friend. Um, so while you were doing that, that was Saturday for you? Friday or Saturday? Saturday. Yeah. Yep. Uh, packed, packed, packed Saturday. Packed Saturday. What I ended up doing on, on Saturday, I think that, you know, this will, uh, we're 43 minutes in. Um, so yeah, let me, let me take up 27 minutes of your yeah, time. I, I yield my time, sir. <laughs> no. Uh, so my nephew, his birthday, uh, was, was this past weekend. And so the family is, we're very big on birthdays and we're like, we want the kids to do things that they want to do. And, and and have and have fun, you know. Like it's it's your birthday. It's got to be a special day. All that type of stuff. So, uh, my nephew, he he's wanted to play D and D for a long time. And I was like, you know, like it we it'd be fun, like set up just some characters and then do some D and D for him, and you know, ha- have him have have having fun like that. Um. So we went out to uh, my my in laws, and I was like, you know what? Instead of well, partially it was me being lazy. Uh. I was like, you know what? Actually, instead of doing that, because it's the day of, let me let me pull up the D and D Adventure Begins board game that I that I bought a good handful of years ago. And what it is is like it's it's D and D light. It's super D and D light. So you do have a D twenty. You have a DM. Uh, like whenever you get into a combat, like at most damage you'll do is like three. Um. The the players their their health caps out at ten, um, and the the monster that has the highest health is like the end boss, which has like twenty health. Um, mm. So the way that game works is there's four boards, four different areas in the world of D anD D. So Neverwinter, uh, you have some dungeons, you have uh, the Mount Doom esque you know fire thing, and you're going through there. And each space you go to, each space your character their characters go through. When they move to a new space, you pull a card. So the DM has like a little deck of cards. He pulls a card from that particular dungeon and yeah. reads what's on it. It's either a battle or it's a situation. So it might be like, ah, you come up upon a knoll and he's got a shiny coin. What do you do? And then on the back of the card, it says, A, take it from him. B, ignore him. And then it'll it'll tell you the result on the bottom of the card. So it'll be like, you know. Yeah. You know but there's there's opportunity there for flavor too, right? So sure. Uh, and like each each character has a a backpack card which has four different items on there. So it's like rope, a uh, pickaxe, a uh, climbing harness, and uh, mandolin. 
And so sometimes like your your characters would be like, I wanna I wanna use my mandolin to try to charm them. And just like in real D D where you can be like, Yeah, all right, yeah, you can do that. Just roll a D twenty. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like you can go go and do that. Yeah, sure, go for it. And and so I I took it over there, uh, my nephew and, and my son, and I DM'd for them a, a game, and they they had real they had they had fun, and and my kid was like, I want to DM, like it's not your birthday, <laughs> um, and so my ne- my nephew's like, okay, can I try? I'm like, yeah, you can try, but it, the game takes like an hour to play, so I'm like, go and go and try. I'm gonna go hang out with the family for a little bit, and then a little bit later, he's like. Hey, uh, do you want to, you want to play some more? I'm like, yeah, sure. All right. So the three of us got, went into the back area, set it up again, and then he DM'd the 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 story and he changed some stuff up. He's like, okay, you go back to you, you know you can go back to the shop and buy an item. And oh, you killed this monster. Okay, well, so you take the corpse from the monster. If you go back to the shop, you can sell it for an extra coin. You know, and and like. It was it was cool. It was cool. It's like a good introduction to like what D and D can be with with a little yeah. bit more structure uh, for for the kids to be like, okay, yeah, this is what this is about. This is how you use your imagination to go go forward with it. It's it's like it's like bowling with the bumpers turned. Up, yeah, right. Yeah, like that's great. Yeah, like you you can still perform the same actions to to a to a degree. But there's less risk, and it helps guide you a little bit more, right? I think that's that's the issue that I've had with some of the games that I've tried to play with with my kids, where I DM'd like a, a one shot or something, uh, without leading them too terribly. Sometimes there'd be situations where I'm like, "All right, here you are. You're in this thing. What do you want to do?" And they're like, "Uh, uh I don't know." Like they they don't know what they can do, and until they've They've played a little bit more and gotten a sense for what you can and can't do and what is allowed within the the structure of D&D. Like, you can't just make up some random thing that, that that's out of nowhere, but you can flex your creativity a little bit to try and come up with unique solutions. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah I, I think that, that, that having a board game structure kind of introduces you to those concepts without... Um, you know, and still maintains the the, the spirit of, of, of a role play. Yeah, and, and like just enough structure to let you be able to do things here and there. Like, for example, my, my nephew, they, they fought a, a dragonborn monster or something like that. Not a dragonborn monster, but like a dragon monster, a basilisk. It was a basilisk. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they, they're they about to kill it. And he's like, can I, can I, can I tame it instead? Yeah, I don't know. Sure. Yeah, let's try it out. Roll D twenty. Roll D twenty. And in my and I told him like in my head I picked a number that you have to beat in order to in order to get this basilisk. And I chose fifteen or whatever. And they uh he rolled a fifteen and I'm like, All right, cool. You got it. <laughs> you know? I and uh so then he got it and he's like, So what does this do? I'm like, I don't know, it'll give you advantage on something later. So it just means like you can roll again if if you need if you if you want to use it for that. So oh cool. So then when we went into his game, like that those are the types of things he was doing. He's like, uh my kid was like, Can I uh, you know, I wanna I wanna tame this monster? He's like, Okay, well, 
it's at full health right now. So, and he takes a little bit of like Pokemon mechanics. He's like, he's at full yeah. health right now. So you're not going to be able to tame it. It's to be like a 19. And, and then <laughs> uh, like, okay, he's well, like, hold on. I've got these berries. <laughs> yeah. I've got a master dungeon ball. <laughs> so it's just, it's, it was, it was really cool being, to, being able to see that and, and being able to do that for his birthday uh, because he, we played that all the way until the end of the night, and then ev- everybody was like, "Okay, guys, we gotta, it's time to go." And usually, I'm the one who's like, "Hey, Chelsea, uh, is it, uh, is it time to, is it time to go yet?" And it's time to go yet. Instead, yeah. uh, Stacy comes over. Okay, guys, you know, we're, everyone's about to leave. Uh, and then she walks off. And then Chelsea's like, "Hey, everybody! Oh, it's almost time to go." Okay. And then Robert comes over. Hey guys, it looks like we're looks like people are heading out, and we're like one more battle, one more. You know, so so it was, it was fun. It was fun. Good times, and I th- I think he had a good time. Uh, and uh, okay, Brandon, the cops are here. <laughs> the house is on fire. Can't can't do it. Got to kill this kraken. Yeah, that's that's what they say. It sounds awesome. Uh, and and great job. Uh, you know shaping the 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 nerds of the future uh by introducing them to such things as role-playing <laughs> games um that's fantastic um all right i think that's it uh how how is how is life out there in in stormy california you, you doing all right you you washing away or what's up yeah no i'm i'm doing good uh i was at a, i was at this uh conference the other day and they said someone the the host was like there's that song that says it never rains in Southern California, but we, we see that that's not true. And I was like, Oh yeah, I know that. I know that song. That's a, that's a good song. And then she's like by Tony, Tony tone. I'm like, Oh, that's not the version I know. I, I know there's, there's another song that's older that says it never rains in Southern California, but man, when it pours, it pours. Uh, and then I found out that those are two different songs. They have the same title, but, <laughs> but they're, they have completely different lyrics completely different melodies they're not the same song at all um anyway but when she said that i was like wow. yeah woo! i love that song it's the wrong song tony tony tone <laughs> all right that's that's rick and morty reference that we're going to end with um as always thank you so much for listening to this podcast we're so glad um that you tune into it if you're subscribed thank you for subscribing if you're not yet subscribed uh go ahead and do that whether that's on youtube or your podcatcher of choice uh, we are going to head over to do our Patreon-only post show. If you want to see bonus content, uh, including the uh, short video of my broken disc pieces all over the disc golf course, <laughs> Can't wait. Uh, head over to patreon.com slash apatheticenthusiasm uh, for all of that additional content. Uh, that's it for now. Until next time, I'm Travis. And I'm Brandon. Thank you all for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.